Our gospel reading this morning is from the first chapter of Mark. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat, mending their nets. Immediately he called them. And they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. Our gospel reading this morning. Thanks be to God. It's a gift to get to be with you all virtually this morning. My name is Ron Werner. I am a friend of Portsmouth Union Church. I think it's been a few years since I've come and preached, but I'm a dear friend of Pastor Jules and Pastor Andy, some of my first friends when I moved to Portland some six years ago. So when I think of Portsmouth Union Church right now, what I'm picturing is your sanctuary. And I'm picturing your faces in the pews, the artwork on the walls of those, those angels, kind of abstract with, with halos. I'm also picturing some new construction. I hear you all just broke ground uh, on the affordable housing project. I cheerlead and I'm so excited uh, for you all in that endeavor. So while I'm glad to be with you all virtually, I am a little sad to not see your faces in those pews, to ponder the artwork in that place and to see this construction uh, breaking ground, this new thing that is happening in a time of a lot of new things. In preaching virtually, uh, I like to set up a few of my daughter's stuffed animals. Uh, it helps me uh, as if there's someone actually listening to what I'm going to say when I'm recording a sermon, but it has me feeling a little bit like St. Francis of Assisi. You know, St. Francis, uh, totally a, a radical, amazing uh, saint from Assisi, Italy, uh, but you know, often he's called the bird bath saint because you see him preaching to the birds in gardens uh, all across uh, the world. And so I feel a little bit like Francis preaching to the stuffed animals um, this morning as I try to remember that uh, the stuffed animals will not be the only recipients of this um, message. The thing that I love about Francis beyond making good decor in a garden <laughs> is that he had the ability to really tap into something. He had the ability to tell the truth so that all of creation, birds, people, the wolf of Gubbio, interfaith relations, um, to tell the truth in such a way that it reverberated. I think it's because he tapped into something that people of his time and that creation was longing for was yearning for. I picture Francis having the gift of uh, calibrating to a Christ-like tuning fork. You know what I'm talking about? One of those like metal uh, tuning forks that you bang and it helps you tune your guitar or your instruments or sing on pitch. Francis could hear that Christ tuning fork 
and tune into it. Our scripture this morning uh, finds us in the first chapter of Mark. You know, Mark is the, the shortest book in the Bible, and Jesus is getting right into it. Simon, Andrew, James, John invited to leave their vocation and pick up a new one by following Jesus. This Messiah that they don't quite know is the Messiah yet. And I kind of want to know, what is Jesus tuning into here? What ringing is happening that would make James and John and Andrew and Simon leave the status quo? What they were doing, their jobs, and follow Jesus. I mean, they got to know that following Jesus um, isn't necessarily going to lead to um, a life of ease <laughs> because the passage starts off with John the Baptist being arrested. No, Jesus, I think, is tuning into something very different here. You know, Mark's gospel, I said it was the shortest. It's like the Cliff Notes version. I find myself when I read this, I want to know what happened between all of these uh, lines that Jesus offers here. Maybe the most famous in this passage being, follow me and I will make you fish for people. You know, reading the inclusive version, but, you know, if you read the old King James, it's like, you're fishermen, but I will make you fishers of men. I don't think it's just a hot line that Jesus is able to offer and people say, oh, he's a very good, uh, I like how he plays uh, with words. Uh, we're in, let's follow you. No, there must be something between these lines that Jesus was tapping into. I don't think it was just his gift with words. I wonder if it was his authenticity. I think about things that have opened me up in the world or people who have invited me uh, into a vocation I couldn't quite see yet. It wasn't just some perfect cocktail of words that, that said, yes, sign me up. <laughs> it was often relationship. It was often authenticity, which then enabled that person or those persons or that organization or a community of people or a movement to invite me out of myself, out of the status quo and into a deeper yearning. It's not Jesus as uh, offering some kind of Jedi mind trick here. You know, the, the famous Star Wars line, this is, these are not the droids you are looking for. Uh, these are not the fish you are looking for. No, I, I don't think that's what's happening here. Well, let's look at the context then. You see, Simon, Andrew, James, and John were Jewish people. Jewish people living under Roman occupation, under oppression of a Roman empire, which the Roman empire, just the latest version of a successive uh, successive uh, generations of empires, the Seleucids and the Persians and the Babylonians and the Assyrians and the Egyptians, they were a part of a lineage of survivors of empire. How do we be in the world when the world weighs heavy on us? And yes, people came before Jesus 
trying to make sense of how to be human, how to be in the world, how to be a part of this Jewish tradition in a time of empire. Yes, there were zealots who tried violent overthrow of the government. And yes, there were uh, Essenes who said, you know, we're just going to go out and get off the grid. And yes, there were tax collectors who were Jewish as well, said, you know, if we can't beat them, we got to join them. We're just trying to survive here. Simon, Andrew, James, and John are survivors of empire. And so when Jesus comes to them in relationship, in authenticity, I think he's tuning in to their reality and inviting them to join a different kind of hum of the universe. Tune your hearts to sing thy grace as the great hymn, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, offers us. And so here we find ourselves, friends, in this time of newness, in this time of national transition. Will we be the more perfect union was the theme of the inauguration uh, this week. Will we live into that? Other faith leaders across the country are asking the question, will we become the multi-faith, multi-racial society that we've dreamed of being? Will we help breathe and push our way into our true calling as a people here in the United States? Like many of you, I was struck by the young poet laureate, Amanda Gorman. She offered this as a line for us this week. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace. And the norms and notions of what just is, isn't always justice. Yes, it's a great line. But when we put it in context, survivors of two weeks ago, survivors of four years, survivors of 400 years. Yes, all of us surviving and figuring out what it means to be human in a different way, to be sure. And yet Amanda's words tap into something this moment and invite us into a different way of being. Something that isn't what just is, but into a time of justice. Jesus doesn't just offer us a great one-liner that can be turned into a meme around fishing for people. He invites us into something different, a hum of new beginnings. I understand at Portsmouth Union each week you have some questions that you ponder uh, for the week. So here are my questions uh, for you all. What's opening you up and inviting you out of the boat? Where are you on cruise control? Making your way in the status quo. And finally, 
What invitation do you need to make to someone else in your life? I'm so thankful for mentors and friends like Pastor Jules and Andy who have accompanied me over these years, helped me to see things outside of myself, invited me to wrestle with those questions, invited me out of the status quo and into a more subversive way of living. I'm convinced, friends, that this is what Jesus is inviting us into, a radical reimagining, subverting the status quo, living into this time of transition, not alone, but together. I love that this isn't a one-off invitation to just Simon or Andrew, but Jesus is bringing the whole crew along. I'd sing for you now if I had a good voice, but maybe you could see in the background, I'm a, I'm a drummer, not a singer. But I invite you to imagine that song, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. Tune our hearts to sing thy grace. As we close this morning, I invite you to imagine that tuning fork. That Christ-like tuning fork tapping into a frequency of justice, love, mercy, and compassion that invites us out of our own tuning and into something bigger than ourselves. I'm grateful to be in this with you and on the journey alongside you all. Thanks for having me with you this morning. Amen. Let us pray. God, walk with us. Help us get out of the boat. Help us move from the status quo into the subversive life that you invite us into. Help us to reimagine the way things are to the way they could be. God, help us to tune into a frequency of love, of mercy, compassion, and grace. Meet us right where we are, in the middle of mending our nets, in the middle of watching poet laureates on the television. in the middle of January, 2021. And walk with us into tomorrow. Amen. I wanna thank you all for having me this morning in virtual worship. And I invite you to receive this blessing as you go into the rest of your Sunday and the rest of your week. May God, our parent, Jesus, who loves us, and the Holy Spirit who stirs in us, guide us and accompany us into our week. May you go in peace, love, and serve God and one another. Amen.